Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuhu from the podcast team at Qalam. We wanted to wish you a very blessed Ramadan. This month you can expect daily uploads that will include reflections, khatiras and khutbas all from our new campus Alhamdulillah. If you benefit from this content, please give generously at supportqalam.com. 100% of your donations goes towards the means of providing accessible Islamic knowledge to people around the world. Jazakumullah khairan for listening. Bismillahi walhamdulillahi wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'een. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. So inshallah continuing with our series Illuminated where we look at many of the verses of the Qur'an that talk about nur, that talk about light. Today we're going to be talking about Surah Fatir, Surah number 35. In Surah Fatir, Surah number 35, there are three verses, or four verses, excuse me, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala presents some very powerful um, ideas and imagery and comparisons where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَمَا يَسَّوِ الْأَعْمَى وَالْبَصِيرِ Starting with ayah number 19, Allah says that someone who cannot see and someone who does have the ability to see, they are not the same. وَلَا الظُّلُمَاتُ وَلَا النُّورِ And darkness, being buried under layers of darkness, and then being in the light. These two things can never be the same. وَلَا الظِّلُّ وَلَا الْحَرُورِ And having shade, having something covering you, the experience of being in the shade, as opposed to the experience of being under the sun, the direct rays of the sun, those two experiences are not the same. And then Allah concludes by saying, وَمَا يَسْتَوِ الْأَحْيَاءُ وَلَا الْأَمْوَاتِ And living people and bodies without life, dead bodies, corpses, they are not the same. They can never be the same. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala presents these and what exactly does this represent. So as Ibn Kathir rahimahullah ta'ala says, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala here presents al-ashya' al-mutabayina al-mukhtalifa. Allah presents these opposites, these things that are juxtaposed to one another. And first and foremost, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that having the ability to see where you're going, what you're doing, what you're looking at, and then not having the ability to see where you're going or what you're doing, those two experiences are not the same. And in this first example, Allah is telling us about people who have guidance and people who don't have guidance. People who have knowledge and people who don't have knowledge. So Allah is here contrasting the two people. Like Allah says in another place in the Quran, that, قُلْ هَلْ يَعْلَمُونَ وَالَّذِينَ لَا يَعْلَمُونَ that those people who do have knowledge and understanding, they can never be the same. They are not similar. Their situation is not comparable to people who have no knowledge, who have no understanding. But they are totally different than one another. And then secondly, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talks about the guidance itself. Al-Dhulumat, like we've talked about multiple times in this series, Dhulumat here represents disbelief and darkness of not having a relationship with Allah, not knowing who Allah is. And nur is representative of faith, belief, conviction, 
Iman. Exactly having that understanding of who Allah is. And those are the two things, and we've looked at the ayah before where Allah says, A woman can a matan, Fahinahu ajalna lahu nuran, Yamshi bihifin nas, Kamam mathaluhu fi dhulumati laysu bihariji That's somebody who is walking around and the lights are on. That experience can never be the same as somebody who's stumbling around in the darkness. Those two things are completely contradictory to one another. But then Allah presents a third example, a third scenario. And this is very interesting. Being in the shade and being stuck outside baking in the sun, those two things are not the same. Number one, we understand that obviously just what it symbolizes, the symbolism present there. That being comfortable, being covered, being in the shade... Think of the comfort, the peace, the tranquility, the ease that a person experiences sitting in the shade, having a roof over your head. And then compare that to somebody just roasting and burning and frying in the sun. Those two things are not the same at all. So there's a symbolism that is present there, number one. But it goes beyond that. Because we've talked a lot about faith and disbelief. They're different. Dhulumat and nur. And we've talked about people who have faith versus people who don't have faith, the believers and the disbelievers, and how they are very different, their realities are different. But now Allah brings into the equation the next step, and that is the life of the hereafter. What does the hereafter look like for both of these two groups of people? And as the scholars of Tafsir mentioned, المراد بالذل والحرور الجنة والنار. These are representative of ذل, that shade, is representative of paradise. As Allah says in Surah Al-Ra'ad, أُكُلُهَا دَائِمٌ وَظِلُّهَا That in paradise you will have unlimited supplies of nourishment, food and enjoyment, وَظِلُّهَا And you will always be shaded, you will always be covered. And in the life and in, in, in the life of the hereafter in hellfire, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also talks about this. The only kind of shade that will be present for the people in the hellfire, Allah says in Surah Al Waqi'ah, this is very heavy stuff. So um, pardon you know bringing this up, but it's important for us to reflect on this. Allah says it in the Quran, The closest thing to shade that the people in hellfire will have is this thick black smoke that will be suffocating them. That will be suffocating them. It will not be cool. It will not be cool, nor will it be comfortable. But instead, it will be quite the opposite. Imagine like a building on fire. And there's this black, thick smoke. It's hot. It's burning. It's scorching your face. It's burning your lungs as you breathe it in. You're choking on it. That's what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says the hellfire will be like. So here, Allah says, وَلَا ذِلُّ وَلَا الْحَرُورِ These are not the same things. There will be people that will be shaded by Allah. Where even in this dunya, our Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, there are remarkable stories about him. Where when he was a child, 
and he was in the care of Halima as anha. she accepted Islam, that he was in her care, she was a wet nurse and someone who would raise children in the countryside, and so he was with her. And she would notice a lot of times that in the no at noontime out, you know, in, the Arabi in Arabia, it's so hot that they would even pull the animals in. And so she noticed that she would see the Prophet as a little boy kind of wandering about outside. And so she grew concerned. So he had an older foster sister, Halima's daughter, because Halima had nursed the Prophet So Halima had a biological daughter. Her name was Shayma. And so she told Shayma that whenever you see Muhammad wandering about, I want you to bring him in. That's not healthy. It's not good for him to be out there wandering about in the sun, in, in the desert heat. So one day, Halima looks out and she sees the Prophet ﷺ sitting outside at that noontime. And Shayma is sitting right next to him. She's sitting right there next to him. And Halima, she grew very upset. She got, you know, very upset. I told you to keep him inside. And now you went and sat down with him. So she went out there and she said to Shayma, what are you doing? And Shayma tells her mother, Halima, radiallahu ta'ala anha, she tells her, and Shayma became Muslim later on as well, after the Battle of Hunayn. She said that, I saw him wandering about as if the heat doesn't bother him. So I said, why is that? So I came out here and I looked and there were clouds that were shading him. That's why he's so comfortable. And so I sat down with him. Decades later, when the Prophet ﷺ would be traveling for trade, on behalf of Khadija radiallahu ta'ala anha, there was a servant of Khadija, Maysara, who was with them, and he came back and reported the exact same thing. He came back and also reported that I saw that there would be clouds shading him as he walked. So even in this dunya, Allah will provide that kind of comfort for them. And then, on the Day of Judgment, as, Allah, as the Prophet ﷺ says, سَبْعَةٌ يُظِلُّهُمُ اللَّهُ فِي يَوْمَ لَا إِلَّا That Allah will give them shade under His shade. In His shade. And then, of course, in the life of the hereafter, Allah ﷻ says comfort and enjoyment and pleasure. So, this is the analogy of the life of the hereafter. Paradise being that place of comfort and shade as opposed to the hellfire. That will be a place of heat, and they'll be scorched, and they'll be suffocating. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala concludes all of this, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَمَا يَسْتَوِ الْأَحْيَاءُ وَلَا الْأَمْوَاتِ And the tafsir of this, to understand that what does Allah mean when He compares the living and the dead? Obviously they're not the same. But there's a hadith in Tirmidhi, in which the Prophet ﷺ says, مَثَلُ الَّذِي يَذْكُرُ رَبَّهُ وَالَّذِي لَا يَذْكُرُ رَبَّهُ كَمَثَلِ الْحَيِّ وَالْمَيَّتِ That the example of someone who remembers their Lord, who has a remembrance of Allah, who has faith in Allah, who has Allah, the remembrance of Allah on their tongue and in their heart, and the person who is deprived of this, the person who is devoid of this. The example of those two people is like the living and the dead. 
So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us all the nood and the light of iman. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala always keep us connected with the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us amongst the people who will be shaded by Allah on the day of judgment and who will enjoy the blessings and the pleasures of, the, of, the, of paradise in the li- life of the hereafter. Jazakumullahu khairan. Subhanallahi wa bihamdihi. Subhanakallahu wa bihamdik. Nashhadu wa la ilaha illa anta. Nastaghfiruka wa natubu ilayk. One um, quick announcement. And I realize we've been a little bit uh, late to get to this, but um, we were doing it, you know, somewhat. We were trying to push it as far as we could um, because obviously things start to get delayed. So from this Friday, so inshallah, we have a couple of more days, Wednesday and Thursday, uh, so that we get enough time to let people know. But from Friday, inshallah, Salat al Isha uh, will be at 9.30 p.m. because the Adhan time is coming to 9.15. Uh, don't worry, we're keeping track of the Adhan time, so inshallah. I know that it's kind of a little bit uh, nerve-wracking that Isha starts at 9.15, but um, inshallah from Friday, that's when uh, the Adhan time will be at 9.15. So from Friday, we will have Salat al-Isha at 9.30 p.m. inshallah. Till the end of the month of Ramadan. Bidnullah. Jazakumullah khairan. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah.